My name is Matt Brown. Comes Mahomes. Trying to find the end zone. And no, how about that? One last indignity. Intercepted by White. That defense, tremendous tonight. To hold Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes at bay. How about that set of quarterbacks? Has it ever been harder? Ever? Can't imagine. And let's start the show. Gronkowski comes out of retirement. Fournette was looking for a home. And when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. because you are joining us. Thank you so much for tuning into the Productive Conversations podcast. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of this endeavor. What is going on, everybody? If you're in the Northeast, it's cold as fuck out there with a lot of snow all over the place. If you're in a warm weather climate, God bless you. Enjoy it. But if you're just alive and happy to be on planet Earth... We are happy to have you, and we're happy to have you join us. So, welcome everybody. How are we doing today? First, before we start, I just want to say, if you want to go get all exclusive content of the Productive Conversations podcast, check us out on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, and please like and subscribe and leave a review, and feel free to be honest. If you want to check out other exclusive content of the Productive Conversations podcast, go to our Instagram page, at Productive Conversations Podcast, one word. You can also check me out on Twitter at MattBrown31 and check out my personal Instagram at MattBrown300. And now we have merchandise. We're selling merchandise. If you want to get all exclusive merchandise of the Productive Conversations podcast, whether it's shirts, hats, sweaters, hoodies, stickers, bags, office supplies, we got it all because of our friends at Zazzle. So check out on the description page the links to all of these exclusive Productive Conversations podcast merchandise or go to Zazzle and type in Productive Conversations podcast. And we have a promo code for you. If you want 15% off exclusively on all items through Zazzle with the Productive Conversations podcast logo on it, type in promo code February Shop. At checkout for 15% off all exclusive merchandise of the Productive Conversations podcast. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. Again, promo code February Shop for 15% off through the month of February on all exclusive merchandise regarding the Productive Conversations podcast. So today is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. Ah, the post Super Bowl blues. Football season is officially over, and who thought we would get to this point with the with the pandemic running wild? Who knew that the NFL would be able to pull off a full season? Luckily, the NFL did. Luckily, the fans believed in it, and we got through a full NFL season. And thank you to our healthcare workers and frontline workers for helping us get to this point as football fans. But thank you for what you do for all of us, just being fans of life and being able to live and breathe in this world, especially in this pandemic. Thank you so much to our healthcare workers and frontline workers for helping us get to this point. And let's continue to follow the rules. Let's continue to socially distance, and we should be beating this thing before we know it more vaccines are coming another one announced um johnson and johnson 
submitted and requested that they get approved by the FDA. So hopefully we have some good news coming with that. But back to football. What a great season it was. Super Bowl two nights ago was insane. Yes, I know it was quite the blowout. Yes, my prediction was wrong. But I ha- I'm happy I was wrong because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. Seeing my dad extremely happy to because his boy Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl, his seventh. And all the joy that brought was priceless to see. So great job and congratulations to Tom Brady and the Bucks for winning their second Super Bowl as a franchise. And... Now that the season's over, now that the Super Bowl's been played, it is time to reflect on the insane year it was for the National Football League. So I bring in two great guys who know their football, who know their stuff. Brad Finn, Jacob Unger. I am so glad to have these two join me for a great podcast. We react to the Super Bowl. We talk about the insane game, the ups and downs, and how the Bucks were able to pull off this beatdown of the reigning champs in... Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. And we talk about the NFL as a whole. We talk about our teams that we like and what we hope to see out of them. We talk about the very interesting storylines going into this offseason. By the time I'm recording this and by the time the OTAs start in July, there's going to be a lot of teams that look extremely different. A lot of people are moving, especially in the quarterback position. And we are going to be sitting back and watching the NFL just flip on its side and take a complete 180 with new teams, new storylines, and a lot of fun for us football fans. But yep, this was a great conversation. These guys brought energy, they brought their smarts, and they brought their great football minds, and this was just an enjoyable conversation with these great men, and yeah, it's going to be a good time for you all to listen and enjoy. So with that, let's hop right into it. Let's reflect on the NFL's 2020 season, the 101st season in its illustrious history, and yeah, let's talk about the great game of football and the year it has had on all of us. Bradford, Jacob Bunger, it's your guys' turn once again. Let's talk some football. Let's start the show. technical difficulties that will not stop us from making great content and we're here with two of the best guys i know to talk about the best game in the world football national football league brad finn jacob bunger welcome back to the productive conversations podcast thanks for joining me to reflect on last night's insane super bowl and the insane season we just had what's going on guys how's it going thanks for having me all right how you doing, Brad? Uh, doing good. Um, I don't know too much about football, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, I'm Tom Brady's the GOAT. Uh, that's all I got to say. Well, that's all we need, man. As long as you're a football fan, which that's all you need for here. But let's start. Last night, guys, Super Bowl 55. One for the ages? I don't know. It's up to you. But with a 31-9 deficit with the... 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on top, which leads to Tom Brady's seventh Super Bowl, which leads to the Bucks' second all-time, but which leads to the slaying and momentum killing of Patrick Mahomes. A lot of crazy things happened in last night's Super Bowl. Why don't we go with Brad, who said Tom Brady is the GOAT. What did you think of last night's game and your boy's <laughs> big accomplishment? Uh, I think that before the game, I envisioned Mahomes, Brady handing the torch off to Mahomes. But after watching last night, I don't think anyone's ever going to catch uh, the GOAT. Yeah, I would say that. How, how do you feel about last night's game, Plunger? Uh, well, yeah, Tom Brady, definitely the GOAT. He uh, did not look his age last night. Um, definitely played a great game. Uh Chiefs just seemed dead from the start. They, they seemed like they didn't have the energy to match the Bucks from from the very first drive. So, um, yeah, when, when it kind of started that way, I had a feeling it was going to get ugly and, and develop into something worse. Um, yeah, that pass rush of the Bucks uh, is no joke right there. Oh, yes, and the Chiefs had two of their starting tackles missing. And, well, I think going into last night's game, we thought even with the injuries that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes was so good that he'd be able to still overcome that obstacle. Yet, he was sacked three times, over 22, 22 plays being pressured. He was scrambling all over the place, and it looked like that was a result of missing an offensive line, and it just shows how important the offensive line is. But despite this loss at a really tough loss, only scoring nine points, not one touchdown. Do you guys think the Chiefs are still legit? Do you think coming into next year that they'll be able to still uh, be as good as they were last year, reflect on their 14-win season? Do you think the Chiefs are still legit even after the embarrassing loss yesterday? Yeah, I'd, I'd say I still think they're legit. Um, you know, not having your O-line is, is one of the biggest losses you could have, especially going up against the front seven like the Bucs. Um, players like Shaquille Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, and Devin White. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, th- those are some serious players on that front seven. So um, I think, you know, I'm not saying that the Chiefs have won, but with their O-line, um, you know, they're missing their two tackles and, and one of their guards. Um, so, yeah, I think with the line, you know, the game might have looked a little bit different, maybe a little more competitive. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it could be very easily, uh, you could very easily have an overreaction from last night's game, but, uh, Mahomes is still elite. Um, even though he didn't score, some of the throws he made were still incredible. So I think it was just a bad night for the chiefs. Uh, they just didn't seem like they were, they were ready for the box energy. Um, but I think they should bounce back fine next season. Yeah. What do you think of that, Brad? How do you, you, uh, you think the chiefs are still going to be the team to beat I think they were Vegas already put them as the favorite to win next year do you think they deserve that uh yeah I would say so I think Mahomes is the best QB in the NFL like you know the, one of the best I think the Chiefs are going to be the best team in the league for you know however many more years like as long as Mahomes is a QB there so you know once Brady's done it's just going to be Mahomes running the league so yeah. And, you know, you made a good point, Plunger, that uh, now with Brady getting that seventh ring and if Mahomes is as good as they projected, he still has to win six more. We know how hard it is even going back to back. But like I think Tony Romo said in the game that you'll need to at least get into eight, eight more after this. So 
It's going to be a Can good time. Can we talk about Tony Romo? Because he, he was on fire yesterday with the commentary. Um, I know there yeah. was one commercial with, like, the scan the Pepsi, and he was just like, <laughs> oh, well, that seems like a lot of work. Like, you know, it was just going against all the promotions they were putting out for the Super Bowl, and I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tony Romo. He sounded like just, like, your, your true, like, old man that has no idea what's going on around him. And he's not even an old man, so I thought it was great. He, yeah, I, he's the best color, color commentator in the game, and he earned all that money that I think, what, 22 mil a season? So that's pretty much a million a game. No, John Madden's that. better. <laughs> oh, yes, from long ago. But, hey, I think he's a good replacement for it. But uh, despite his little droplet malfunction, if anyone noticed or heard about it, I think he just made up for it from his excitement and stuff. But, yeah. What, what droplet malfunction? Well, if you could see, it looks like he may have uh, been rushing in the bathroom. It looks like a little piss stain in that area, but um, wait, what? It wasn't his A game yesterday? <laughs> it wasn't his A game yesterday? Yeah, Tony you know, Romo wet his pants <laughs> yesterday. He well, forgot to shake it off. I guess so. We'll just say shake it off. But you know, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> but Super Bowl pressure, you know, <laughs> gets to the commentators. Finally made the Dang. Super Bowl after all <laughs> those years for Mister Romo. But yeah, what a game! And just my last, uh, my last comment on the Super Bowl again. You guys said it. Tom Brady, the goat. He he just <laughs> it, it it really is amazing. He just switched teams. He switches conferences and wins the whole thing after that. And what do you guys think at the end of the day that you haven't said already? Like, is Tom Brady the best athlete we'll ever see? This is all sports. Is he more impactful than LeBron and Jordan? Is he better than Ruth? Are you guys going to remember? Tom Brady is just that special one. Like how the generation before us loves Jordan is now Tom Brady, our guy who respect you respect. I know that plunge you're a Jets fan. So um, maybe you forgive him now. And then Brad's a Patriot fan, but, and I'm see said how much he loved him. So do you guys, how do you guys think at the end of the day, his true, what is Tom Brady's true legacy? Um, Brad, you go first. I'm having a hard time to really just come up with a, you know, that's a tough question right there. All right. So I'm going to say uh, Tom Brady's the GOAT, and people that say LeBron have to realize that LeBron really only has maybe one legitimate ring. Um, I think in 2007, he was swept. Mm-hmm. He choked in 2011. Uh, young OKC team in 2012. <laughs> Um, so I would say zero legitimate rings, maybe one for LeBron, uh, for anyone that says LeBron is the, uh, athlete. So I'm going with Brady on that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I see, I have a hard time just comparing the sports. Um, you know, when, when we're talking about football, if anyone doesn't put Tom Brady's name in as the <laughs> coach, uh, coming from a jet fan, they're, they're crazy. Because no one's going to have – I mean, someone can have the career he has, but no one has yet. And it's going to be very hard to replicate that. Um, I mean, basketball, Michael Jordan is who I look at as a goat over LeBron. Um, you know, there's just – especially of this generation that we grew up in, there's just so many, you know, Kobe, LeBron, all those guys of the world, basketball, you know, baseball. You could look at a guy like Jeter maybe. You know, there's just so many players that you could look at. Um, that's why I struggle to, you know, kind of compare the sports, but – um, you know, Tom Brady is definitely in the conversation. And for football-wise, I don't know how you could argue anyone else being the GOAT other than him. 
Yeah, you're just straight up ignorant if you don't. When you have more Super Bowls than every single franchise in the NFL, I think that speaks for itself. He's done it through comebacks. He's done it with all different types of receivers at tight ends, all different types of lines, all different types of coaches, and now all different types of franchises. Tom Brady is someone special. And what can I say? There's, there's, there, You're just straight up ignorant if you don't feel that. So I say we'll enjoy him while we can, and he's come definitely coming back next year, and we'll see how much longer he pushes it. So I'm going to transition to that, talk about some of the cool – you know, reflecting on the whole season. Like, isn't it crazy, guys, how there was a whole season in general, even in COVID, we were still able to crowd a Super Bowl champion? What, what do you guys just think of that? Like, when you when you reflect on the COVID season, what are you going to remember about it? Um. Well, the number one thing I'll remember is uh, just not watching my team on Sundays because they couldn't win to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think... Um, and you're a Jets fan for anyone who doesn't yeah, remember. and a no. Jets fan, yeah, so... Uh, hopefully future's bright. Yeah. But I'll, my main takeaway of the season, um, you know, just thinking of coming out of quarantine and, you know, the sports world being stopped and then the NBA bubble and MLB were the first two to come back. Um, but, you know, football is really that sport that, you know, America kind of just rallies behind and, and, you know, everyone could get behind and everyone's watching the Super Bowl and going to Super Bowl parties. So, um, you know, seeing all the sports come back, but seeing football on TV uh, was definitely the most refreshing. And, you know, to see that, you know, they had games canceled every year and there, um, reschedule on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Those were awesome on um, nights. I had nothing for you know, unusual football nights. So um, honestly, I could say, you know, despite not being able to go attend any games, uh, it was definitely a special season to watch as a fan. I hear that. what do you think of this year, Brad? It was a strange year for sure. I think that if, uh, you know, Cam Newton wasn't out with COVID, you know, the Patriots probably would have, <laughs> made the AFC championship at least um, and probably beat Mahomes. I think that, uh, you know, it had a big impact on Cam Newton and the Patriots. But I think that next year, Bill Belichick's going to win the Super Bowl and prove that uh, he's actually the GOAT of coaching and it wasn't all Brady. So, yeah, I definitely think it was a strange season. But, uh, you know, it's nice to see I have some fans there for the Super Bowl. That was pretty nice to see. Yeah, I, I more out to the field at, oh, at yeah, in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, for what well, visionary pictures, the porn website that that's how that guy was advertising it. I, I, with COVID and everything, I can only imagine that the punishments for doing that is uh way more extreme, <laughs> right? Right, yo, one thing, Brad, you said that the, even that uh, Bill Belichick still the coach go which i still think everyone can agree even though it is pretty daunting that brady leaves and he runs right away but you do make a good point that they didn't have cam newton for a full season but it doesn't seem like they're bringing him back what do you think the patriots should do Do you think they should bring newton back is it time to draft a new quarterback is it time to uh, get one of the many available quarterbacks around what, what do you Darnold. think <laughs> yeah, I would say, um, you know, we're going to trade for Deshaun Watson pretty soon. Um, and then, you know, trade a bunch of picks probably for like maybe like a Stefan Diggs. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be there. <laughs> I mean, that's asking a lot, but I mean, why not? It's easy to around. I appreciate the confidence. And you chuckle with that. Jake, um, Jacob, what what else do you have to add with that? 
<laughs> I, I mean, I'll never doubt. I'll never doubt Bill Belichick just because this year was bad. I do agree with Brad saying that I think the Patriots probably would have made the playoffs if it weren't for the Cam Newton COVID thing. Because um, I just remember that Seahawks Sunday night game where Cam Newton absolutely balled out on the Seahawks, and then after he had COVID, he never had a performance like that again. So I could agree with that statement definitely. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be an exciting offseason. A lot of big receivers on the market. All these QBs available. Um, for trade Stafford was the first to go. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of big news. It's going to be one of the, the more exciting off seasons um, in the past few years. Yeah. Hitting that. So we talked about briefly at Deshaun Watson uh, and uh, but plunger you, you're a Jets fan and yeah. it was very, it was often discussed that uh, Deshaun Watson, a great Landing spot for him would be the Jets because the Jets have a lot of cap space. They can trade their second pick, and they still have another first-round pick that they can include in this monster deal to bring the quarterback in. Even though the Houston Texans at the moment said they're not trading him, but also the Rockets said they weren't trading Harden, and we know what happened. So it, I definitely think that Watson is being moved. But are you all in? Do you want Deshaun by Darnold? Uh, uh, what do you think? So I've been, I've probably had this conversation with people or argument, rant, whatever you want to call it, at least 50 times this week. Um, I personally think that it's Deshaun Watson or Darnold um, next year for the Jets. I wouldn't go with one of the rookies. Um, if you're going to go with a rookie, you might as well go with Darnold, who's actually played in the league already and is just as young as those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Darnold's younger than Joe Burrow, just to put in perspective. So yeah. he's still got a future. He's still got a chance. Um, I think they need to give him some weapons. Um, if they do trade for Deshaun Watson, I'd be super happy. Um, I would just, you know, my only thing that I hope is that they don't ruin their future by giving away too many draft picks. Um, so I think, you know, like three draft picks and maybe like a player or three first rounders and then like, you know, a, another few draft picks or whatever. Um, but if there's more than three draft picks, I'll get a little nervous because um, we do have the two from the Seahawks. But, you know, when, when you keep giving away your your uh, draft picks, it's tough to build for the future and get that that homegrown talent on your team that you need, um, that all the successful teams have in the league. Yeah, so you would vote the way to still continue to build the ground up and maybe we don't need Deshaun. I would go with Deshaun because Deshaun is, okay. you know, an elite quarterback and, and you know, with the roster the Jets have, he he's he, they, go, they go up with him um, regardless of what's around uh, him. Um, but if it's not Watson, Watson's my number one. If it's not Watson, it's Darnold's for me. I don't okay. want to see anyone under quarterback that isn't Watson or Darnold personally. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's worth to draft a, a QB at second rounds when you could instead build around the QB. Yeah, and they finally get rid of the Gase problem. Yeah, uh, thank God. It seems, it seems that it was always said that the Gase personnel and him ruined Darnold and – now you with Salah coming in, bringing in Mike Lafleur from the great coordinator down a lot. down from San Fran as well. So you're excited for Salah as a Jets oh, fan? Yeah. Do you think this is is he the one that at least will get you out of your big playoff drought? Haven't been in the playoffs since 2011. If it's not him, I don't know who will do it personally. Mm-hmm. I think that if it's not him, uh, the franchise is in trouble. I mean, they're already in trouble, but I mean. He, he's just a brilliant mind. The players are all going to rally about behind him. You know, you got a good coaching staff coming in behind him. 
you know, if he can't win as a Jet fan, I'm nervous for any other coach because, you know, he was he was said to be the best candidate this offseason, the guy to get. So if the guy to get can't win us teams, then who will? <laughs> I hear you, bro. So that's how I feel, man. And, you know, when it comes to my Giants, I've definitely ranted a few times on this podcast about them, but I – I think next year we can get some, we can keep working on that line, get some offensive weapons. That's what I really hope for. Need some new receivers and such. And, you know, we were just a, even in the shitty NFC season we had, we we're just a game away from clinching a playoff berth and winning the division. But I think this will be Daniel Jones's last run at it. If he's not it doing it shit this year, it's time to look at what else is out there and, yeah, you guys, you think uh, anything, have any nice positive words about my Giants, if anything? Joe Judge. Is the homie. What do you think, Brad? You, as a Giants, a closet of Giants fan, just kidding. But, <laughs> you believe in Daniel Jones? You believe in this team? I think that um, New York sports teams, especially the Yankees, Knicks, and Giants are so overhyped every year um, that Giants fans should just accept that the Giants suck and that Yankees fans, that the Yankees just are never going to be the team you guys want them to be. You know, they're just, they're probably just never going to win a World Series again. Um, I think they're cursed. I think the Red Sox are a lot better. Um, But as anyways, um, yeah, I think Daniel Jones has some potential, to, potential though. Well, you know, we'll leave the baseball stuff for later. But Yankees are <laughs> definitely winning the World Series this year. So time, I understand the Knicks too. Even though getting D Rose gets you hyped because now we'll win twenty one games instead of twenty. So, but regarding the Giants, yeah, I think. Daniel Jones needs to have a career year. He needs to throw 3,000 yards. He needs to have 20 touchdowns. He needs to stop turnovering the ball. And then we'll have Saquon back. And then in a deep receiver's draft, I think we can find that special weapon for him. I do like Slayton. I like Derry Slayton a lot. Oh, yes, I do too. You know, he was coming in hot. He did fall off a little bit towards the end of the season. But he can't be legit, has good hands. Uh, I've seen... Need some help on the other side. Yeah, we just need we need to get rid of those old guys. Golden Tate yep. is not shit. Sterling Shepard, it's time for him to go. Yep. Evan Ingram, I don't know what the hell is his problem with <laughs> all the drops he has and the headaches he can't given. Get together. So, but he's somehow an all pro. But you know, the defense doesn't really need much shaded with the stellar secondary. But we could use another pass rusher next to Derek Lord to stuff guys like that. But yeah. The Giants, I think, are excited. Most of all, we have Joe Judge, who's just a badass motherfucker as our coach. Man, love Joe Judge. So, one of the things you mentioned, uh, Pludger, is all the huge offseason moves that are probably about to happen. We've seen Matt Stafford and Jared Goff trade places. Goff going to Detroit, Stafford going to L.A. You know, first hitting that one, do you you think that Matt Stafford – is going to lead the Rams to success. Brad, are you live in L.A.? Do people care? <laughs> are they hyped or nah? What do you think? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think that he's probably better than golf, right? So, you know, we'll see. The Rams have a pretty solid team, but 
don't know. I guess Jared Goff really wasn't that good after all. All right. What do you what do you say, Plunger? I mean, yeah, you better win there. They're a pretty loaded team. They got just about <laughs> everything they need. So I, I feel bad for Jared Goff because he went from a dominant, pretty good team like uh the Rams to the Lions to full blown rebuild mode. So uh yeah, I, I know the, the, the ending between him and, and McVay wasn't too pretty from what I've heard. So as right. McVay said, I have fun in uh, Detroit then, bud. And, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think uh, you know Stafford's a pretty underrated QB. So with the the team that he's on, oh, yeah. I think uh, they're a real threat to to do some damage. Him and Blake Griffin have to be boys. You go from the LA lifestyle to the Detroit one. Not that there's anything wrong with Detroit, but you know, it's not LA. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brad, but, have you seen that new stadium? SoFi Stadium, yeah, I've yeah, seen it. it's pretty sick. They have like a whole, the whole roof is like a, a TV screen. Hell That's yeah. Fire. You been in there? Uh, no, I don't think anyone's been in there. To be honest. Oh, yeah, that's true. Whoops. But you, you about to be in there one day? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be, that'd be cool. Performing live. <laughs> <laughs> it does look sick. It really does. And man, it's, it's going to be insane. What do you guys think is going to happen with Carson Wentz? You think, uh, I mean, he's definitely getting traded. Where do you think he's going to go? I think he's so overrated. It's crazy, but <laughs> I don't even know, dude. I don't know who the hell would want him. Like, I, I just seriously never thought he's good. Like, I mean, he had that one good year before he got injured, and then Foles came in and, and made it look like yeah, anyone could be good with this team. So, I don't know. I, I, when he got drafted, I didn't think he was good. I still don't think he's good. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe a team like the Washington football team, the 49ers, someone like that, that's looking for right. a nice younger QV. He's still on the younger side, but so if I, I mean, I know the Jets won't go for him, but if I saw someone like that on my team, I would not be the happiest. Right, right. Yo, man. Brad, do you have any expert predictions of where Wentz is going? guys have the same haircut um (laughs) uh no i don't really have any expert predictions on this one all right so i'm gonna i say yeah this seems the 49ers would make a lot of sense i actually thought stafford was gonna go to san fran but we're they're gonna go see if wentz is pretty legit and uh looks like they are going to go with um jalen hurts at uh philly so some other some other storylines come in and and you know talk about this do you guys think the packers are legit do you think the packers uh coming so close again you know losing by five tough nfc championship uh but now the newly engaged mvp aaron Rodgers. do you think he has any hope whether next year or next few years do you think he could win his second super bowl or do you think it's just not gonna happen with him We'll start with Brad with this one. <laughs> um, with Aaron Rodgers, I think he's pretty good. He just, uh, I think he just needs to go to a different team. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, he needs to go to a team like the Patriots, where he'll ri- win right away. <laughs> Probably win uh, like three straight. Uh, he's pretty young too, so he's got like a lot of years left in the NFL. Yeah, he's, he's thirty-seven. He's pretty, he can still hold, and we're seeing quarterbacks continuing to stay. So. I think so. What do you think, Belinger? Uh He definitely unlocked a new level this year when uh, they drafted Jordan Love. He, <laughs> I mean, anywhere that anywhere that 
Aaron Rodgers is, will be a winning team and a playoff team as long as he stays healthy. Um, yeah, I think the Packers are another team that can just use a few more weapons um, other than Devontae Adams. I know Aaron Jones is an upcoming free agent. Um, yeah, I think they could just use a little more retooling. Their defense has some nice pieces on it. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're too far off from from another Super Bowl run, um, especially with if Aaron Rodgers keeps playing the way he did this past season, they'll be a contender. At, they'll, they'll, they'll be a contender, period. Sweet, sweet. I, that's what I think. That's what I think. Who, I think Rodgers, I love Rodgers a lot. I think he can win one more in him. Even though I don't, I mean, with Tom Brady, still it, it, he can you can never count him out. But I think if it's not Tom Brady, I think the NFC's guy is going to be Aaron Rodgers. What do you guys think was the best rookie that played this year? I say Justin Jeffries from uh, the the uh, Vikings, just stepping in. Oh, Jefferson. Stephon. Sorry, sir. Yes, Justin Jefferson stops in, hops in, replaces Stephon Diggs, and he even makes Kirk Cousins look like a legit quarterback. That's who I go with. That's <laughs> yeah, impressive to make Kirk Cousins look like a legit quarterback. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I'd go I – mean, I know he didn't have the, you know, the MV or the rookie of the year season, um, or, and he got hurt at the end, but Joe Burrow, I think, showed that he could be a fantastic pro. Um, I also like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire a lot. From the Chiefs, yeah. uh, he's a little banged up in the playoffs, but he runs tough. I like the way he plays, so I, I'll, I'll go Ceh there. All right, all right. Who'd you like on the rookie side, Brad? Uh, I think Ben Simmons is the rookie of the year. Ben Simmons, <laughs> and I mean, I might have missed him, but who's he play for? Uh, he- about the Eagles, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's, he's getting his – he beat, he's better than the other Ben Simmons, I know. So, all right, shouts to Ben Simmons for the Eagles. You get that – maybe catch the ball in threes. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let me ask one thing, too. Who do you think is more impactful showing on MVP? We know Rodgers won it, but – a lot of people made the argument for Derrick Henry. You know, two thousand. I think he's only the eighth running back to have two thousand yards in a season. Who do you think made more of an impact, Rodgers or Derrick Henry? Rodgers, I guess. I mean, he's quarterback, so he kind of just had more control over it. But yeah, I'll go Rodgers. He was just on a different level this year. I mean, he was making throws that I don't know how they were even possible. But yeah, I'll, I'll go Rodgers. Okay, okay. So, Brad, you have anything else to add with that, too? With, or Miss Kitty? <laughs> Who would you rather have, um, Derrick Henry or Aaron Rodgers? Hmm, I would probably say uh, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Because? Because, uh, you know, he does it all by himself. You know, I think that, uh, you know, Rodgers needs some receivers. You know, just give Derrick Henry the ball. Let him score hella touchdowns. What has he got, like 20 touchdowns or something? Yeah, just about around. Does he? I could double yeah, check real quick. but uh, That's more than uh, Cam Newton. That's like triple the <laughs> amount of Cam Newton. Yeah, the uh, final one this season was 17. Dang, that's a lot. But... Hey, man, 
that's that's a uh, that's a uh, pretty legit. So, I think Derrick Henry's the best running back we we've ever seen. He's more reliable than the wide receivers. <laughs> In his own, I mean, his wide receivers are great. All right, I should rephrase that. So. If it's a three and ten, I think you could pass it off to Derrick Henry. He can run it in. That, that's how impactful we've seen the Steph Arms and all these. And uh um it's pretty legit, so it's gonna be a great time for sure. So shouts to that. So yeah, what what do you guys say was your favorite game or moments this year? Like it for me, oh, I you were saying yeah, that all those like Tuesday, Wednesday night COVID cancellation <laughs> games. Like there was nothing that hyped me up more than being like, I did Tuesday, but we got football tonight. Like I don't need to just go and play Xbox. Like I sit and watch some football, you know, crack a beer and just enjoy myself. So every week that they had the COVID cancellations for a game, I was hyped because I knew that I get a Tuesday or Wednesday night game and then Another night of football that I wouldn't normally be getting. Yeah, I vote for that. It was great to see have full weeks of football over there on those random Tuesday and Wednesday games. Like the Chief, I like the Chiefs and Bills had a classic. Got a Tuesday night that was fun and stuff. Yeah, that was. I love those all, all year long. I, I hope they do those like randomly when when COVID's done because those were. I was always hyped for those games. It definitely has my vote. What would you say, Brad? Favorite game or moments like oh, it was the cool stuff you saw. <laughs> I don't know, just uh, I think Tyreek Hill he was putting on hella highlights this year, he was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, just everything he was doing was pretty crazy. And I guess that the that was one of the big keys to victory for the Bucks to win was having him be. <laughs> almost disappear. I think he only had around 50 yards and five receptions and it just shows again how important that line is. And, you know, my favorite game would have to be, I mean, bias aside with the Giants beating the Eagles finally for the first time in a long time. And we beat the Cowboys this year too. So, but um, probably my other favorite moment is DeAndre Hopkins, the Hail Mary against the Bills. And he had three... He had three guys on him, two of them all pro defensive backs, and he still made the catch and won, and that won me fantasy literally one week, and uh, what a good time that is. So probably my final question and final subject to bring up regarding the NFL guys is uh, what would you say is uh, the Super Bowl next year? Early predictions. We can have this on record, see if you're right. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills are going to win the AFC. I think that they're going to be stepping up the right direction with Allen and uh pretty underrated offensive line and Diggs showed what's up. Job Brown's pretty good. Maybe add another weapon in there. So I'm going to go with the Bills winning the AFC. And I think I'm going to go with Rodgers. Is somehow going to get one more weapon to bring it full circle. And what my prediction for the Super Bowl was this year, I'm going to bring it back next year for 2021. So Bill's Packers Super Bowl with me. Brad, what do you think is the Super Bowl next year? 
I'm going to say Patriots against uh, Tampa in the Super Bowl. It's going to be Belichick against Brady. Uh, you know, both outs approve who, who the real champ is. And it's going to be, you know, Deshaun Watson against Brady in the Super Bowl next year. All right. Pretty legit. What would you say, Plunger? Um, I'm going to go. I think the Chiefs will be back in it. Um, I think right now the Chiefs, it's their conference to lose. Um, until someone proves that they could do it, I think they'll keep doing it. Um, in the NFC, you go bold, even though their quarterback screwed my fantasy season this mm-hmm. year and go with the Seahawks. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a talented offense. And I think that this offseason, they know what they need to work on, and that's their defense. So I'll go with Seahawks and Chiefs. Can't forget Pretty that. Bold, that'd, but yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. But, yo, guys, it's uh... – I think that covers all that we need to today. It was a great NFL season. Thank you guys for uh, taking the time to come in. And even with our technical issues, we overcame it. And I really enjoy talking with you guys. And thank you for the good times. But do you have any other things to say before we uh, sign off? Just ready for Uh, next season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks for... uh... Thanks for having me and uh, Jacob on. And uh, regardless Thank of you. the technical difficulties, uh, you know. Hell yeah. We'll talk be, some uh, good football. Talk some really good football. Yeah, always down to come on. <laughs> we got a lot of good things to look forward to, guys, with that. But thank you, guys. Two of my favorite people in this world. And uh, we'll see you all very, very soon. Have a good night. What a great time. What a great vibe. Jacob, Brad, thank you so much for joining me to talk about the NFL season, to react to the insane Super Bowl we had, and for just being a pleasure to talk to in creating content and entertaining, inspiring, and informing the greatest listeners of the Productive Conversations podcast. Again, if you want to check out all exclusive Productive Conversations podcast content, Check us out on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And please like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast show. And feel free to leave a review. Also, check our merchandise out on the episode descriptions below on every single one of our Productive Conversations podcast episodes and YouTube episodes. Check out links to our exclusive merchandise through our friends at Zazzle or go to Zazzle.com and type in Productive Conversations Podcast and let's get some awesome merchandise out there for the Productive Conversations Podcast nation and fan base. I ordered some stuff that is coming in very soon and I'm thrilled about it. And also... Throughout the month of February, if you want 15% off all your orders, type in February Shop at checkout and get 15% off all the exclusive Productive Conversations podcast merchandise. Again, type in code February Shop for 15% off on all Productive Conversations podcast merchandise. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. We'll be back here on Thursday with the great Natalie Hardy. She is a absolutely talented actor a talented stand-up comedian a talented improviser and me and her had an amazing discussion about the arts life new york city her activism and social justice work and a lot of other great things she was an absolute pleasure and she'll also be performing this friday february 12th this saturday february 13th in all theatrics presentation of the shakespeare 
Theater Project, which is benefiting the Lost and Found Youth of Atlanta. The Lost and Found Youth of Atlanta is a nonprofit organization who, which helps members of the LGBTQ community find safety and shelter in Atlanta. And the Shakespeare Project itself is a two-night event that takes Shakespeare's most beautiful love scenes and fiercest love quarrels and reimagining these couples as same-sex couples, showcasing some of the most talented individuals in the acting world today. And this is going to be an awesome cause, an awesome event, and we are going to help so many people in the LGBTQ community find shelter and show how awesome they are, thanks to great organizations like the lost and found project in atlanta but yep natalie is in that we talk about that event and definitely tune in to the face to the facebook live event 8 p.m this friday this saturday and we will have a link below on the episode description for natalie's episode which drops this thursday so it's a good time we'll see you on thursday talking to natalie about this amazing cause and the amazing career she is starting and it's nothing but a great time but i just want to take this time thank my guests one more time jacob bunger brad finn i can't thank you guys enough for the great times and the great conversation talking football Thank you, the greatest listeners and followers in the world, for making all this possible. None of this is possible without you. You all mean a great deal to me, and I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in, downloading, and taking in the podcast. Thank you so much for making this possible. So with that, we are back in 48 hours this Thursday, February 11th, with the great Natalie Hardy. And until then, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I appreciate each and every single one of you. Thanks again, everyone. I will see you very soon. Peace. All she needed was some.